Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining Jewish Stories and More. Today we have a very, very beautiful story. There was once a boy, his name was Chaim, and he was in a Chabad school in Crown Heights. Now, he was not really a Chabad Nick. He wasn't from a Chabad family. But his parents wanted him to go to the Chabad school. As a matter of fact, his parents were survivors of the Holocaust. He himself was born in a DP camp, a displaced persons camp in Europe right after the war. And he, they were the only ones left in their family. And so Yiddishkeit, Judaism, learning Torah, doing mitzvahs meant a lot to the parents. But actually, Chaim did not take to it so well. And when it came to his school, he had part of the day Torah learning and part of the day secular learning. And the secular learning he loved. And the Torah learning he didn't really love, actually. And he didn't really pay attention very much. And he didn't learn very much. Okay. But generally, he was happy. He came to be almost bar mitzvah, and he was very excited. His bar mitzvah is coming up, looking forward to it. His parents were excited. And he also heard that when boys are bar mitzvah, uh, if they want to visit the Lubavitcher Rebbe, they can. They can have what's called yechidus, which means a private audience, usually a private audience, with their parents. Um, and so he was excited about that too. He had heard a lot about the Rebbe. He had seen the Rebbe many times. And he knew that the Rebbe was a very, very special person. He was very excited to the idea of going in to see the Rebbe. And in fact, he told his friends about it. But one of his friends said something that made him be quite worried about seeing the Rebbe. His friend said to him, Chaim, I'm not sure why you're so excited about going to see the Rebbe. Did you know that when a bar mitzvah boy goes in to see the Rebbe, the Rebbe tests him on everything that he's learning. The Rebbe asks questions about the Gemari's learning and whatever. Chaim, how will you answer such questions? You don't pay attention to the learning. You're not interested in the learning of the Gemara. And you're not going to be able to answer the questions. Oh, no, Chaim said. Is that really what happens? The Rebbe tests the Bar Mitzvah boys on their learning? The boy said, yeah. My brother told me, my older brother told me. That's what happens. Chaim was now very worried. He was no longer looking forward to meeting the Rebbe in person in Yechidus, in a private audience. He knew that he never paid attention to the Gemara. He didn't like it. He didn't pay attention to any of his Torah learning. He wasn't interested in it. He only enjoyed the secular learning, and he didn't think that the Rebbe would ask him questions about that. So he was trying to think, how can I get out of this? Can I make an excuse? Maybe we can make some other plans for the day. But 
None of it worked. It was scheduled, no question, on a certain day, at a certain time. His father and himself were going in to the rabbi for yechidus, for a private audience. I don't know if the mother was there or not. I'm not sure. Well, he was sitting in the car outside of 770, and he felt terrible. Well, his father thought, Chaim must be nervous, must be uh, excited, and uh, so he doesn't look so great. But inside, Chaim was not only nervous, he was feeling almost sick. What's going to happen? The Rebbe's going to ask him all these questions. He's not going to know a single one. But there was no escape. It was all set up. And it's, at a certain time, he and his father, I think the story says he and his father, went in. They're there in the room with the Rebbe. At first, the Rebbe spoke to his father and asked different questions, how everything's going, and so forth. And then the Rebbe turned his attention on Chaim. Now, the Rebbe asked Chaim about a certain Mishnah. As soon as the Rebbe asked about that Mishnah, Chaim perked up. He knew that Mishnah. How did he know that Mishnah? Because one time when he wasn't paying attention to the Gemara, his rabbi had made him memorize the Mishnah as a punishment. And it was a long Mishnah, complicated Mishnah. He had to learn the whole thing and memorize the whole thing. And so he knew it very, very well. Did I ask one question about the Mishnah? Chaim knew it. Did I ask another question? Chaim knew it. Then went through all the different parts of the Mishnah, asking questions about it each part of the Mishnah, and in each case, Chaim knew it. And then, that was it. The Rebbe didn't ask him any other questions. The Yechidus ended. The private audience with the Rebbe ended. And Chaim was as happy as could be. And of course, his father was very happy too. He was very proud of his son, who answered every single question the Rebbe asked. For the rest of his life, Chaim thought fondly about that Yechidus. Now, of course, he realized that it was quite a miracle that the Rebbe only asked him about the one thing that he knew. Obviously, that was a miracle. Sadiqim are able to do certain things like this. But what amazed Chaim even more is how sensitive the Rebbe was to a young boy's feelings. The Rebbe obviously knew that if he would ask Chaim about anything which he didn't know, he would be very, very embarrassed and very ashamed. And therefore, the Rebbe brought out the positive, that Chaim didn't know this Mishta, and he knew it well. And therefore, the Rebbe emphasized what Chaim did know. And all of Chaim's life, he felt very warmly and very good about that Yechidus and in general about Torah and Mitzvahs. Now, of course, there's a beautiful lesson there. 
which is the great importance of being sensitive to another person's feelings. How a person feels should be very important to us. If someone feels embarrassed, we should feel that person's pain. If somebody feels good, we should feel that person's joy. And it's important for us to develop the ability to not just think about ourselves, but to think think about the other person as well. Now, we are learning a little bit about Mashiach every day. And what does this have to do with Mashiach? And the answer is that just like when the Torah was given, the Jewish people were like one person with one heart, we were all united together because we were united united together in, in our preparation to receive the Torah. So too, when Mashiach comes and the redemption comes, there will be an achtus, a unity among the Jewish people. But just to get specific about Mashiach, we learned the other day that when the Mashiach comes, he will bring back the kingdom of Yisrael like it was in the days of King David. So I just want to spend a minute explaining what kind of person King David was. Not everybody may know. King David was actually a shepherd, and nobody realized what a great neshama he actually had. Even his own father did not realize. But, little by little, David grew in his ability to lead the Jewish people. From being a simple shepherd, he grew to the point where he was leading the Jewish people as the king. And in a similar way, Mashiach will be our king, and he will lead us in serving Hashem. May the day come very quickly, especially speeded up through our Torah mitzvahs, and especially about learning about Mashiach. Thank you very much for joining Jewish Stories and More. Have great success in doing your part and all of us in doing our part to bring Mashiach quicker.